thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. Real news, real health, real quick. Hi, I'm Brett Hill. And this week in wellness, Australian researchers published in the BMJ Open have confirmed that zinc can help shorten respiratory tract infections, including colds, flus, sinusitis, and pneumonia, while suggesting that many over-the-counter cold remedies only offer marginal benefits. According to the team led by Jennifer Hunter, Associate Professor at the NICM Health Research Institute at Western Sydney University in Penrith, Zinc is a viable natural alternative for the self-management of non-specific respiratory tract infections as it is shown to play an important role in immunity, inflammation, tissue injury, blood pressure and in tissue responses to any lack of oxygen. The review looked at more than two dozen clinical trials that included more than 5,400 adults. None of them specifically examined the use of zinc for the prevention or treatment of COVID-19. Compared with placebo, zinc lozenges or nasal spray were estimated to prevent about five new respiratory tract infections in 100 people per month, and the effects were strongest for reducing the risk of more severe symptoms, such as fever and flu-like illness. They also caused symptoms to clear up two days earlier and made users two times more likely to recover in the first week. No serious side effects were reported among the zinc users. The researchers also suggested zinc could be a useful treatment option by doctors to patients who are desperate for faster recovery times and might be seeking an unnecessary antibiotic prescription. As always, the links are in the show notes. Now, my opinion on this is that this reinforces what natural therapists have been saying for a long time, and and really, it's not the first time. You know, how many times do we see this, that the natural therapists are ahead of the game? They've been suggesting this for some time. The medical establishment has been pushing back, saying, no, there's not enough evidence. No, there's not enough research. Let's go down our medical route. Let's go down our pharmaceutical route. That stuff just needs to be pushed to the sidelines. It's not real medicine. And yet, when the research does come out, we're seeing it's actually getting really good results. And in this case, better than over-the-counter medications, as is suggested by these researchers. So we really need to look at what we're doing in the health sphere, this obsession with pharmaceutical interventions, this obsession with the research at the expense of practitioner experience, at the expense of patient preference, where I think those need to be given more credence, you know, particularly these remedies that have been used for a long period of time successfully. We need to give more credence to those in the absence of evidence, and we need to invest more money in researching these things so that we can more quickly find out which ones are the ones that are going to get us the great results, as zinc has been shown to do in this case. So, you know, it does make you wonder why we've been so slow to replace over-the-counter medications. You know, this is not new research. This is a review of existing research. And yet we're still seeing that even though the zinc has been shown to be better in this case, according to these researchers and the -the over-the-counter medications, it's not being pushed as readily. You know, it's not as prominent. It's not being recommended or or scripted by the doctors either, right? But even though it's getting better results, and according to this research, at least no side effects, right? Better results, no side effects. That sounds pretty darn good to me. So why are we only suggesting that it should be recommended to people wanting unnecessary antibiotic prescriptions? Shouldn't it be recommended to everybody anyway if it's getting such great results? If we're saving you know, five out of 100 people from having these flu-like illnesses, if we're getting people better, you know, twice as many people better within the first week, 
right? So we need to start looking at, I think, how we can do this better. And particularly, I think we should be encouraging zinc-rich foods. So, you know, zinc-rich foods include meat, shellfish, legumes, seeds, nuts, and eggs, right? So really the, the highest is really the, the meat, you know, the animal proteins are great sources of zinc. And this worries me in a day and age where we're really pushing these plant-based diets, pushing, seemingly pushing people towards veganism, at least, you know, subconsciously, if not consciously, in the name of the environment, which I think is a, is a somewhat flawed argument, but that's a whole nother episode. But we would need to be really careful about encouraging everyone to eat less meat, less shellfish, um, less eggs in a time when we're actually seeing zinc deficiencies in, in a time when we're seeing so much immunodeficiency. And right now, the massive effects of that immunodeficiency in terms of people with compromised immune systems that are getting affected by these flus and these colds as well. So we really need to be mindful of what we're recommending in terms of diet. And obviously, if we're not going to consume it in our diet, then we need to be considering supplementation as well. So I think this is great research. I think it's important research. It's great that this review has been done to bring it into more light and to further cement the evidence that is there. It's interesting that it hasn't been tested on corona yet. Hopefully that's coming soon. Hopefully that's being done right now because that seems like a pretty important question to answer. You know, in the time when we're trying to minimize the uh, spread of coronavirus, you know, if we could have people recovering twice as quickly or at least twice as many people recovering in the first week or whatever that time frame looked like for coronavirus you know if, if we were able to show that zinc was able to do that that would seemingly be a really important tool in this battle we're having to reopen our society so i hope that study has been done i hope it's been done properly and i hope it's receiving the same amount of emphasis and funding as other pharmaceutical based interventions so I think we should be looking to include lots of healthy meats in our diets for the zincs and also for the many other benefits we can get from these um, nutrient-rich foods that should be part of a healthy diet and are really important in terms of forming a healthy immune system. You've been listening to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. To continue the conversation, find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash This Week in Wellness. If you like this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes. And for more information about this and other projects from me, head to drbretthill.com. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.